0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View. I hope you're having a great day as we continue to celebrate the men and women who are making Coastal Mississippi Such an amazing place to live, work, and play. Hey, we have a great guest today, but before we do that, I want to share something with you. Someone once said this, you can't make a better tomorrow if you're always thinking about yesterday. When I read that, it made me think a lot about the guests that we have here on Coast View and the successful traits. And and actually what I would refer to as a sense of hope that they share here uh, on a daily basis. Um, There's so many incredible people that are doing incredible things in their careers or their professions, their work in the community, um, their efforts to stay healthy or to get and then stay healthy. They all project, as I said, such a sense of hope. So I started thinking about this. Why don't I capture over the course of the next few months some of these like lessons that we're learning from the people who are on my show. And today I want to share one with you. And I want to start with this. Do you dwell on the past? You know, I think, you know, we all have regrets about the past, but do you have regrets about the past that you dwell on? I think we all do to some extent, like I said, but you have no control over the past. My guests tend to share a common trait they don't dwell on the past. All the decisions that they've made along the way, the professions that they had, the businesses they choose to be in, you know, the kind of friends that they keep around them, their relationships with their their, uh, family. Their successes and their failures, they all contribute to who they are today, but they don't ultimately define them. None of of the people that I talk to have had this sense that they dwell so much on their past that they sort of lose their sense of hope. Frankly, they understand one thing, that they're not the same person they were a year ago. They're not the same person they were a month ago, That they're constantly changing. You know, and that's part of the fun of life is to be on this this bat, this uh, journey of self-discovery, of self-improvement—they all reflect positively about the goals that they've accomplished along the way, and they reflect on the goals that they didn't accomplish. You know, they—everyone, I think—has this sense of, you know, they set a goal and then maybe the goal sort of fades into the sunset, unaccomplished. And I think it's important for us to learn from those things. It's important for us to learn from the goals that are achieved. That gives us fuel to set new goals. It's important for us to learn from the goals that we didn't achieve. Maybe we worked hard and still didn't achieve them, or maybe it's we just let them fade. But there's something that we can learn from that. They can also uh, serve as fuel to help us achieve new goals that we have in our lives. I don't know about you, but I always accomplished more in my life when I had, had to push myself beyond what I thought was capable. I thought beyond what I thought was capable, I was capable of doing. That was in school. Uh, and, you know, my fitness efforts and business, especially after Katrina, you know, the personal and professional challenges that we all faced when our community was destroyed, um, it was so daunting for us. But somehow we found our way. Somehow we uh, we found our way forward and we learned a lot about the human spirit. That This learning as a result of that was re- really kind of high on the list, that we learned to dig deep. Uh, we learn to dig deep when we face significant adversity. And I talk about this all the time on Coast you, that we've learned to roll with the punches. Our ability to bounce back makes us so strong. It's easy sometimes, I think, to forget how strong we really are. You're strong. Never forget that. It's never too late to start a new journey. It's never too late to set new goals for yourself. Learn to dive in and enjoy the challenge of raising the bar. Learn from the past from your successes and your failures, but don't dwell. Don't dwell on the, on the things that maybe didn't work out so well for you. There's such a special lesson that we get from, from the people who are on this show. So I want you to say this to yourself. Starting now, I'm not gonna dwell on the past. I'm going to spend more time appreciating what I have in this moment. And I'm going to look forward to what's comes what's gonna come next. I will set some new goals today and work harder than ever to achieve them. And I want to close with this terrific quote from Brian McGill. He said this, Your past is like a bag of bricks. Set it down and walk away. Quit collecting every painful word, memory, and mistake. Collect hope. That's a powerful lesson that we get from our guest. Now we're going to shift gears to a man that knows a lot about bouncing back. He knows a lot about adversity and success. And he's a real good friend of mine, a great friend of the Coast View, Michael Sunderman. Michael, uh, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you doing?
1: Good, Rick. How are you? Congratulations on, on the continued success of your show.
0: Thank you, man. I've, I've really enjoyed it. We, we, I want to I get your response, actually, to what I just said. But before I do that, let me remind people that you're the president and publisher of MT Media, and you guys uh, publish uh, South Mississippi Living, Discover South Mississippi, Jackpot Magazine, and Mississippi Gaming News. You're a, a really important leader in the community. And I once described you as a guy who's got skin in the game. And that was an understatement in the pandemic, wasn't it?
1: Yes, it was. Yeah. uh, Going back to what you said, you know, we all had to overcome a lot of stuff in our lives. And um, I think Ricky, especially as we get older, you know, maybe when you're 30s or 40s, but when you start hitting 50 and I'm over 60 now, um, your past is less and less important. Your failures are less and less important. Uh, Your current life and your future life is what you focus on. And that's, I, I love what you said earlier about setting goals and stuff. And you know, whether it's breaking par or the next round or, you know, catching a bigger fish, you got to have goals every day.
0: Yeah. That's all, That's what always worked for me. And you know what I found though in, in my life and, and, you know, people like you and others that I had this opportunity to talk to is that when you stretch yourself, that's the way, you know, it, that when you make yourself uncomfortable, that's when your mind begins to adjust yeah. And you begin to realize that you, you, there's, you're capable of doing so much more in your life. When, when someone said to me early in my life, the sky's the limit, um, that is really true, isn't it, Michael?
1: It is. And I think as long as you, um, you know, the old cliche, think outside the box. Sometimes when you're under that pressure and you feel that discomfort, it's because you've got to make a decision one way or the other. Am I going to fail? Am I going to find a way to succeed? And if you dig down, and like you said, we are all capable of more than we we think. Uh, you will find a way if you keep focused and never quit. You can't quit.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, we, there's so much to talk about today. But you know, one of the one of the areas that you spend a lot of time thinking about, you have great relationships with casinos because of the of the various publications that you do. But if you think about the ability to bounce back, if you think about Katrina and, and the way the community came together to get land-based gaming and then helping the casino operators and companies understand that they could build back in safe ways. I mean, that was a monumental, um, you know, path that we had to, we had to endure, but we benefited from the fact that we did not have quit in us. We did not have failure in us. And then you, you know, you face things like the BP oil spill and the, and the algae bloom that resulted from the Bonnie Carey Spillway, and now the pandemic. You know, who could have ever imagined that the pandemic would still be going on over a year later? But man, we are really lucky to have in the leadership roles at these casinos some of the most resilient leaders we could have ever imagined to have here in Coastal Mississippi.
1: I agree. Um, I've been working with casinos for about thirty some years now, out in Nevada, and now here. Um, and they are the most brilliant um, thinkers I've ever come across in terms of business. And listen, I've met a lot of great bankers and, you know, John Harrison's of the world and all that kind of stuff. But these guys and women never see a problem that can't be solved, never see a situation. Listen, if you were faced with a pandemic that shut your business down, and then within 30 days you had to come up with a plan to reopen and take care of your customers safely. How many business could have done that? Casinos did that and started recording record revenues with 50% accuracy. Now it's up to 75%, and they're doing even better. Hopefully, we'll be at 100% soon.
0: Yeah, you know what's what's incredible about it. First, first you got a you got a, a gaming commission that was in good sync with the governor, in good sync with the, the the management. You had a gaming association that was, you know, obviously a partner in this process. But you ha- what you what you had here in custom Mississippi. and I've said it many times before is that their process to reopen the casinos actually got the attention of casinos around the world. I mean, they were a best practice, literally, for for casino companies around the world to how to do this. And they did it, and they did it so unbelievably well. They didn't just put cleaning stations out and tell people to wear a mask, man. They You're talking about complete reconfiguration of the gaming floors. They had to rethink how they managed customers and managed the gaming operations, and they did it. And they yeah. became a best practice, food. an international best practice. It's beverage true, isn't it, Michael?
1: Yeah, food and beverage had to change uh, the way you treat hotel guests. Uh, the way your cleaning staff had to go the extra mile to make sure it was safe. Uh, shutting down valet, trying to keep the contact with people that had not, you know, passed that checkpoint. Uh, it was it was amazing, and they pulled it off. And you don't see a spike in casinos. You'd never heard anything in the news about a spike in in, in the virus coming out of the casinos they are locked down pretty
0: tight they're locked down pretty tight as, as it relates to keeping people safe but when it comes to uh running their operations they've been able to keep the revenue flowing which frankly from a tax collection point of view from a you know and you know their contributions to the mississippi economy these things cannot be overstated hey we're going to continue this part of the conversation and there's a lot more to talk about there's uh you know Some really cool stuff on the horizon that I want to talk to Michael about. So this is Michael Sunderman, the president and publisher of M2 Media and a good friend of Koshi and we'll be back after this break.
1: Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. And now, now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota. Gulf Coast Business Supply. South Mississippi Boat Show on Super Super Talk 103.1 FM.
0: Welcome back to COFU. I'm so pleased to have Michael Sunderman, the president and publisher of M2 Media, with us today. You know him through South Mississippi Living or Discover South Mississippi or Jackpot Magazine. And if you're a gaming employee, you know him through Mississippi Gaming News. So, Michael, before we move too far away from the casinos, just a couple of quick points is that if you look at recoveries from the time the lockdown was sort of lifted, through today. Mississippi is like number three, certainly in the top five of economic recovery in the entire United States. And then you start to look at that, you see tourism is a big part of that. And then you start to break that down and you see the Mississippi Gulf Coast is a big part of that. So once again, we're reminded that uh, the Mississippi Coast economy is sort of the engine that drives the rest of the state. It It could be Ingalls, it could be Stennis Space Center, it could be tourism but uh but we have really really done a good job of dealing with the situation haven't we
1: we have and um and, and i and i'll credit milton sigara and his staff karen connor and all the team over there they have really really been creative in their approach and they've been given some you know good volume of dollars millions of dollars to help get the word out but they sat there and they did it and they had a plan and it's working ricky it's really working we're you know, again, we're leading the nation in in in, in recovery. We're, yeah. we're the nation in casino recovery.
0: Yeah, the numbers speak for themselves. And I'm, as you know, I've said this oftentimes on my show. But if there was a Milton Segura fan club, I would be president of it. Yeah. Uh, I think he's one of the best I've ever come in contact with, and I've done business. You have too, Michael, okay. in multiple states. We have to. We you know we, what's good about Milton? He's a big vision guy. He's got a great team. And give him give him sort of a plan and just let him go accomplish it, and he's creative, and he's doing a terrific job. Hey, so let's uh, – you know, one, one other point, Michael, on that.
1: He's built a really good rapport in leadership in Jackson, Mississippi, too. Uh, I've been up there in several meetings with him and dinners, uh, and he has total respect of the leadership up there in the governor's office. And that's important. That's why I think last time he came back with another million and a half, two million dollars from his visit.
0: He's also uh, built incredible rapport with uh, the media, people like me. He's done a great job of building rapport with the business community, with the tourism community, and especially the gaming operators. Uh, I think he, I think they would all vote strongly in favor of Milton and the work that he's doing. Hey, um, one other thing about the casinos before we move too far. We actually held a million dollar job fair, uh, um, Supertalk Mississippi Media did here at, at uh, Edgewater Mall not long ago over 70 businesses were involved and it was interesting to look at the kind of jobs that were available entry level, all the way to management roles. I mean, I mean, th- if there was ever a moment to look for a job in coastal Mississippi, now is the time because this is a chance for you to get in on the ground floor and kind of establish how, how focused you are on doing a great job. Uh, casinos need people too, don't they, Michael?
1: They do. Uh, and um I don't want to get political, but some of the incentives that our governments are giving out for unemployment right now is really a disincentive to go back to work. If you can sit on your behind at, at home and make more money than you can being a dishwasher or a maid or uh, you know a waitress at, at a casino, uh, why are you going back to work? So we need to kind of roll back that disincentive and get these folks back to work, because right now the casinos are struggling to keep all the rooms clean, to, to, to take care of their guests. Because they can't not fill those line jobs.
0: Yeah. yeah, Michael, I think it's. I think you're right. I mean, to some extent, I think it is that we're incenting people to stay home. I think also, though, we've never been in this moment in the world where we're literally ramping up the economy all simultaneously. Probably the, it's the biggest stimulus package coming out of pandemic that we've ever seen in, in international history. Yeah. So it's a combination of factors. And what I would say to someone who who is sitting at home who is essentially incented that this is actually the time. Don't wait, don't wait to September, October to come out because there's going to be this flood of people trying to find a job. Now is the time. If you really want an opportunity to go up and this is the thing I hear all the time, the opportunity to enter companies at the entry level and then move up through the company, man, they are very significant. So I would really encourage you to, um, to to enter the job market now you'll be glad you did there's so many great careers out there waiting on you same you same message from you Michael
1: Absolutely yeah turn the TV off and, and go out there and, and accept a job and there there's thousands literally thousands of jobs available right now
0: So the 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 Southern Gaming Summit Yes sir looks like it's back on for May 4th and 5th tell me about it
1: Uh yeah it was a uh, a late call on this one because we didn't know what the uh, you know the pandemic protocols would be for the casinos to have a large group upstairs. So at the Beau Rivage, so we we held off, and then the last well, really about three months, we pulled this one together. So uh, Tuesday uh, we have our golf tournament. I'm chairman of the golf tournament uh, at the at the Fallen Oak. Um, we'll have about seventy five to hundred players out there. Uh, we come back that night, and there's a beautiful poolside reception for several hundred people. Uh, at the Beau Rivage, next morning we start off with uh, breakout sessions. Keynote speaker will be John Lucas. Remember him from the uh, IP, and he's now president good. of Hard Rock International.
0: Really good friend.
1: He's gonna yeah. he's gonna wow the crowd. Then we have several other breakouts, things, women in gaming luncheon, and then that night is the uh, the coup de gras, the uh, the 2021. Uh, gaming Hall of Fame inductees and I'm I get to be Master of Ceremonies for that too. So it's pretty cool. Well
0: congratulations for being able to do that. It's a great list. And um we I had a had a I'm assuming that list is public, right?
1: Yeah it's uh, Marlon Torgensen, right? Founder yeah. of Casino Magic. Jerry St. Pay, he was one of the original uh commissioners there. Peter Carlino, the founder of Penn Gaming, huge, huge gentleman. James Meta, he uh lab lab uh Lab Corp, I think, so uh, slot machine manufacturer, and Lorenzo Creighton was one of the original commissioners as well, and he's he went on to r- work for MGM, Detroit, and all kind of big stuff. So we have another great class, and we're going to review the 2018 and 2019 inductees too and honor them while they're too. So it's going to be great. I had
0: a I had an opportunity had JD Hill on recently, as you know, is with Hollywood Casino and Boomtown Casino, and one of the things that I played was my segment with Roy Anderson when he talked about the call that he got from Marlon T- Torgeson in the early days. <laughs> what a great. What a great story that is. What g- incredible vision that Marlon had to to take this like some some somewhat of a marina and turn it into what became Casino Magic and you know the rest is kind of history. But man there's some great early stories, aren't there Michael?
1: Yeah, and Marlon Marlon's one of those guys you talk about that you talk about vision, but never give up. Uh, and I, you know, sometimes it's hard to take your vision, explain it to every else, and, and get them to buy in. But he did it, and um, yeah, I, I listened to that that, that uh, conversation with Roy, and it was hilarious about run down marina, and I, I need a building here, and you know, I open them ninety days. So
0: yeah, he, said, yeah. he said, "You know, I think he said we're going to open it in September, or October." And yeah. he said, "You mean next year, right?" He said, "No, in ninety days," and they actually delivered. Yep. and this is the moment when Roy realized Roy Anders from Roy Anderson Construction now with with uh, Andercore. but uh, Roy when Roy realized that the world as we knew it would never be the same again. The 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 vision, the tenacity, the uh, the uh, unbelievable drive that these guys brought in the early days of gaming were truly unbelievable. I mean, they transformed coastal Mississippi the cap- not only with their buildings but their leadership
1: yeah, and the capital investment. I mean. If you look back between a time the bow was built, uh, we're we're looking at probably one uh, and a half, two billion dollars invested in casino infrastructure. That that made the coast what it is today. I'm, a, I'm, I'm really on the casino so but that's what made the coast.
0: A lot of people will remember the the name John Lucas. He was the general manager at IP Casino, and John was well. First of all, a great friend. You know, I I really admired John. He you know he was my friend. But he was a great leader, and he's gone on to become uh, president of Hard Rock International. And he's he just you know of course he still loves coastal Mississippi, doesn't he?
1: He does, and he and he was so honored to be be called in to be our keynote speaker. He 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 said absolutely not without hesitation. He's back here, so.
0: Well, that's great to see that he's going to be on on the on the agenda. Um, you know it is it's really a story, and I'm sure it's something that's going to be talked about a lot the way that the casinos dealt with all the restrictions and the COVID requirements and thank God we're going from 50 to 75% occupancy, but you know, this is actually a great time to have the gaming summit as we sort of get back focused again on the future and where we go from here. It should be an exciting summit, shouldn't it?
1: It should be. And I think the message we want to get is that, Hey, we're open, we're strong and we're coming back stronger. And that's, that's why we didn't want to skip it this year. We had to skip it last year, 2020 with the, with the COVID, uh, but we just did not want to skip the second you know, time in a row. So it's, it's on, it's going to be great.
0: Hey, I, I, listen, uh, in the short time we have left, just real quick, uh, give me the headline on how you're doing, how's your business doing. And are you seeing the pep in the step that I'll talk about here on a regular basis?
1: Sure. Uh, we had a record year in 2019. We did not have a record year in 2020. Um, uh, but we have bounced back strongly. Um, uh, we're, we're putting out some big issues of, of, of SML again and, uh, all, all the casinos are coming back in. So it, yeah, we're, I'm very positive, very positive.
0: Well, I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for all of coastal Mississippi and you know, your work is so unbelievably integrated to, to the success of tourism here in coastal Mississippi. And, uh, I know you care deeply about that subject as I do. And, uh, been a pleasure to catch up with you michael we're, we're we're coming to the end of the show together but you know we'll we'll come back together again soon in fact it might be a good idea to at least circle back after the after the gaming summit absolutely. and get a report from you on how it went so you game for that
1: Business. come visit at the summit come come down and say hey
0: absolutely okay so look uh been a pleasure and uh have a great day and we'll see you after this break
1: hey thanks ricky Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com.
0: A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.